Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another crazy, crazy episode of Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller, and my handsome host from the Holy Land, who's who's getting over some illness, who's a very tired Mr. Matt Zucker. Yeah. Welcome, everyone. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. Oh, you Can look, you, you believe? Look... I'm sorry. No, I was going to say. First of all, you look really good. I want to say, did you lose weight? As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I have lost some weight. Thank you for noticing. How, how much I, weight did you lose? Um, since I was in the States, about 15 pounds. You look good, Perp. Well, I listen, I let myself go because the last year and a half, I did a lot of whiskey drinking, <laughs> sitting right. on the couch because I couldn't do a damn thing. And, you know, it was really bad for me. And so, you know, you, uh, I realized I said, man, I can't so. I got on the program, and then, you know, having the flu for a few days, you can really lose, drop a couple of pounds in that. Yeah, well, that's, you know, my mother always used to say, my mother used to say, uh, uh, <laughs> typical Jewish, she goes, you know, I wish I can get a stomach virus. I could use to lose about three pounds. <laughs> I got to fit into my dress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, three pounds. She wants a stomach virus to lose three pounds. She's unbelievable. She, she has such an, she has an eating disorder because she, she doesn't like to eat. <laughs> Well, the worst is it gives you like near narcolepsy. Right now, I swear it's like I have to sleep half an hour out of every hour. It's horrible. So if I nod off during the show, don't take it personally. Just yell in my ear. Okay, that's fine. Let's first <laughs> welcome the people who are listening to our show this week, Matt. First of all, what a week it's been, right? It's Boy, only what, been a week. It's what, only been, what, it hasn't it's, been a month, right? It feels like a month. Holy cow. I, it's been a week, and it's like uh, World War III is happening. It's ridiculous. But we'll talk about that a little later. Let's welcome the United States of China, Israel, Mexico, Jamaica. Hey, and Ghana. Ghana's listening. Hello? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, I, I didn't really. Ghana. Don't, you know who's probably yeah. listening? Uh, m that woman, uh, uh, Linda Mbubadong. Remember her from the story I did last <laughs> week or the week before? She was from Ghana, the one who ripped off that old man. <laughs> oh, Tanzania's listening. Wow. New Zealand, Argentina. Wow, this is a great show. The whole world is listening. Well, we'll have a lot to discuss with them when we get back after this break, huh? Uh, yes, we will. I didn't even realize we were short. Okay, stay tuned. How did a nice Jewish girl from Delaware end up living in Israel? Shalom, I'm Natalie Sapinski. Join me on my show, Returning Home. Meet different people who have moved to Israel. Hear their personal stories, their highs, their lows, and everything in between. Each week, we talk to experts on immigration and the process of moving to Israel. Listen to Returning Home every Thursday, only on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. My very tired co-host, 
Matt Zucker is with us. And last week he mentioned that he was packing up and moving, and now he has moved. Would you like to tell the world where you're living? I'm living in Israel, man. <laughs> don't don't you want to give out your address? I'm not giving out the address, but uh, I live in a town called Pardes Chana, which is you know a couple towns down from Zichron. All right, it's a nice spot. It's pretty hip. I like it. So far, so good. So far, so good. The uh, 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 good. Oh my God, no, man. Everything was crazy. You know, so uh, I didn't have. I moved. What? I moved Wednesday. Last Wednesday, um, got the flu Thursday night into Friday. Okay. Um, uh, the cable guy, well, the cable guy showed up Thursday. Cable guy <laughs> for the hookup Thursday, but he wouldn't complete the hookup because there was a bee's nest in the interface box outside. So you, gotta, you, gotta, you have to get the, you have to get someone. You have to call. You have to call uh, an exterminator to get rid of the bee's nest. Like, are you kidding me? In the States, a cable guy gets a can of bee spray out of the car, and he does the job. I'm like, oh. And again, like sounds, exterminator. That, that sounds something out of Star Trek. There, so, uh, there's, there's a business in the interface. So, <laughs> so I'm like, if the guy says, listen, you have to call an, uh, like an exterminator. I am not calling an exterminator for a bee's nest, right? This is insane. So I go to the store down the street and I look for a can of bee spray. Well, you can get ant spray and cockroach spray. You can get sprays for anything, but you can't get bee spray. Okay. In Israel. <laughs> so apparently, uh, because uh, you know the um, the problems with honeybees, you know it's illegal uh, to kill honeybees. You know, and I don't want to kill honeybees anywhere, but they were like yellow jackets. But you can't mm. you can't go buy your own spray. And I talked uh, I called a guy who I know is a landscaper. He's a British guy. I'm like, hey, man, where do you go and get um, bee spray? He's like, no, no, you have to you have to hire an exterminator. <laughs> wow. OK, <laughs> so I have to hire an exterminator. Meanwhile, the cable guy says, OK, he'll come back today. But the first cable guy did something wrong to the wires in the box that knocked out my neighbor's cable. Welcome to the neighborhood. You knocked out my cable. <laughs> well, a lot of well, drama I can't, going on. Well, I can't get out of bed. And I got 102 fever. It's like it was just like, man. But I'm happy to be here. Well, good. Well, guess what's going on in the world? Did you know there's a war? Hey, <laughs> uh, one week. We're gone one week. And, and, and the world has gone crazy. First of all, I would like to say between Ukraine and Russia, listen, I just hope that all the soldiers are double vaxxed, boosted and wearing their mask. <laughs> because war is a super spreader. Listen, listen, you know what? I saw I saw some photo op of Biden sitting with his cabinet. You know, they're releasing the, the pictures of, of their of the brain trust trying to figure out what the heck to do now. And they're all sitting around and everyone is wearing a mask except for Biden. <laughs> Everyone's wearing a mask. I'm like, I'm kind of like, who, who's afraid of you? <laughs> Was he eating ice cream in the picture? <laughs> it looked like he just finished or someone his chin. <laughs> oh. Well, let's hope the soldiers are all vaccinated because we can't, fight a war when they're COVID! COVID! Well, no, the war cured COVID. Don't you understand? Ah, uh, oh, that's right. Now there's no more COVID. Thanks, the COVID Cody. is gone. We, listen, I'm, I'm, you have to go so far down the paper 
in Israel to find anything unrelated to Ukraine, right? And and it really makes me scratch my head. I'm going, you know, okay, it's a big story. I get it. But nothing else is going on in the world. So it always makes me think, you know, I'm very suspicious now. I don't trust anything you read. So I figure, you know, big stories like that usually mean that something even bigger is being covered up. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Well, here, you know, the Taliban uh, put their opinion on it. Uh, this is from the Daily Mail. You'll probably appreciate this. And and you know what? I respect the Taliban. <laughs> All the stories we've done on them, the Taliban calls on Russia and Ukraine to resolve the crisis through peaceful means. <laughs> That's oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say they were going to offer uh, military aid to the Ukrainians because they have all of our hardware. <laughs> <laughs> Months after massacring innocent people as they took over Afghanistan. So here it goes. The statement was released by the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan's foreign ministry. <laughs> the Taliban said it was concerned about the real possibilities of civilian casualties. Yes, because we care about civilians. We don't hurt civilians. <laughs> is that not just the greatest? The, the Taliban is telling them, hey, hey, don't invade. We need to go through peaceful measures. Blah, 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 blah. The, the kinder, more gentle Taliban. Oh, my God. Uh, in, it, it's just it's funny. <laughs> it comes months after the Taliban took control of Afghanistan last year in a lightning offensive during which it killed a thousand civilians. Here they are telling Russia, don't kill civilians, yet they did the same thing. We want peace. Okay, do not invade. Why are you doing this to people? What is wrong with you? <laughs> so that's the Taliban in their opinion. Well, maybe they'll be peace brokers. Who knows? Oh, yeah, I think so. Apparently, uh, apparently Ukraine asked uh, Naftali Bennett to uh, broker some peace talks. Or negotiations of some sort. Okay. I don't know. How, I don't know how good of an idea that is, but you know. <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? I hey, gotta so, move on. Wait, 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 I got a question for you though, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you're watching the coverage, and everybody talks about Kiev, Kiev, Kiev. The last I heard, it was Kiev. When did they change the name of that city? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm just sick of the profiles. Pray for the Ukraine. Pray for the Ukraine. Oh, God. But look, let me just say, let me just say, first of all, you know, as a human being, your heart goes out to everybody, you know, in harm's way who's getting killed because there's people getting killed. But I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what to make of it. So, yes, I don't know. All I know is I'm glad that no one cares about COVID anymore, okay? Yep. And so I want to thank Vladimir Putin from the bottom of my heart for making this complete fraud on humanity to finally go away. Thank you, Vlad. I'm in debt. <laughs> Woohoo! thank you. You're welcome. Oh, I just had to get that off my chest because it is Woo. such a, do you know what? Do you know Israel posted COVID numbers every stinking day for the last two years, but now Ukraine's invaded from Russia and you don't know who has the cold or what. I mean, it's like life is normal, except for when you have to put on the face diaper to go into a store. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us, didn't you say you had a, a, oh, a, an oh issue with God. that? Yeah. Oh my God. Matt, you I, finally I, freaked out like me. I, to I totally, I told, well, I can't, I came close to freaking out. I removed myself some, from the situation cause I, I felt it spiraling. And so, you know, we're like in the middle of this move, man. And just long, long, long days. And, uh, my son was in helping. He had like one day off from work. So he was in helping us. Well, we took him out to pick up some food. 
and you walk into the uh, place to do the pickup yeah. and they tell you to put on your mask. And, you know, it made me think, of, uh, you know, you ever hear Tamariona? She always goes on about how she doesn't wear, she doesn't even t- take one with her because she won't put one on. Yes. Well, she speaks Hebrew perfectly. I can't pull that because when someone starts yelling at me in Hebrew, I don't know what the hell to do. So anyway, so I go in there. I'm like, oh, fine. I put the <laughs> freaking mask up, right? up, like, And I'm like, ah. Oh. And then I look. The people at the tables are eating. Okay, fine. That I get. They're eating. Then they got these other people who are leaning against, you know, a high top, like a bar, like a high round top, right? Now, they don't have their food yet. And the guy is actually standing and leaning on this table, and he's not wearing a mask. And I'm like, why the f does this guy have to? And then right, and I'm like, I'm like, he doesn't have to wear a mask, but I got to wear a mask because oh, he's not contagious because he ordered his food already, but I am. And I started, and I start, I start, and I started losing, and I felt the spiral coming. And I was like, wow. And I, did, my language did start slipping a little bit. Apparently, as the story was related to me by my son, he goes, <laughs> I, I said to him, I'm like, I'm like, Josh. I got to get out of here before I start effing cursing. <laughs> oh, hi, all. This is a family show. <laughs> you blacked out after that. Uh, and I was like, and I walked out and I just walked out. I was like, and I just couldn't take the insanity of it. It's like, it's ridiculous. And it's like the emperor has no clothes, right? No one can, can someone please just say how stupid this is? Like you all are a bunch of friggin' idiots for playing this god darn game. And I can't <laughs> take it anymore. I can't, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> you sound like me every day first of all for someone who had the flu boy you sure did someone who said they were so tired you sure did wake up in a fury well i don't know if i told you this uh you know masks are my personal trigger i hate masks. i know like, they're like, my like, triggers like, too and i tell you man oh. oh man we didn't get to one news story other than the taliban telling uh there needs to be peace <laughs> our poor listeners <laughs> who's listening oh, new wow. zealand argentina britain oh god oh well listen when we come back how much time we have left about a minute two minutes oh two minutes two minutes i well you know one minute oh now well, we have one, one we just lost a minute one minute Thanks. you know what you need My to do fault. to calm you know what you need to do to calm down matt you need to listen to on israel news talk radio this show called phantom nation this guy's voice will soothe your soul it's great because he talks about the most chaotic things that are horrible that are going on in israel and he just has a soothing voice it just goes yes welcome back to phantom nation where the jew killers are fakest indians matt you need to calm down and don't worry about your mask all you need to do is listen to me on phantom nation <laughs> you ever listen to that guy? I love Phantom no. Nation guy. I'll oh, everyone's got to listen to that. Well, like, you got to check out the show. He's great. The world is coming to an end. All is good. He'd be, yeah, he'd be a great, co- he'd be a great airline pilot. Uh, we're about to crash into a mountain, everybody, but it's okay because you're listening to Phantom Nation. <laughs> and we'll be back after these messages. <laughs> You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. 
This is Shai Bentico, and each week I'll be webcasting to you from Judea, origin of the word Jew, a people besieged and beleaguered in every generation. Nazi Germany's but a memory, but in its place the world invented the phantom Palestinians as this generation's internationally authorized Jew killers. Tune in for a different slant on life in Israel, Phantom Nation, every Monday. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Lighten Up, everyone, uh, right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Uh, Matt Zucker here on this side of the world and my partner in crime, Stephen Miller, on the other. Shalom, shalom, Matt. Are you okay now? Calm down. Yeah, my my blood pressure is back down a couple points. I appreciate it. Sorry, that's You know what, man? I don't know where that came from. Yeah, well, you know what? You need to lighten up. (laughs) (laughs) We need to talk about some news, babe. Hey, look, here's some uh, distressing information from the Times of Israel. A report shows, Matt, a 10% increase in homophobic incidents in Israel in 2021. Homophobia has risen 10%. The highest number of cases, 35% reported in Tel Aviv and over 40% are actually reported within the family. <laughs> so basically, family members are arguing with each other. But um, the hmm. incidents are up, yeah. First of all, when you say the word homophobic or Islamophobic, anything phobia, that means you have a fear. Is there? Let me ask you a question, people. Is there anyone in Israel who are scared of the gays in Israel? Who is scared of gays? Oh my God, he's, he's going to redo my health. And redo my hair. Stay away from me. Well, first of all, like if, you, if, if you ever <laughs> been to Tel Aviv and seen some of these guys, believe me, they could kick my butt up and down. I would, oh God, it's just ridiculous. Come on, Israel. There's, I mean, I don't, I don't buy that. It's well, what constitutes what constitutes a homophobic incident? Well, and just calling somebody lie. a name, well, an right, actual physical assault. They don't they don't go into detail, but it says here about 15 percent of all the reports were made in the area of Haifa, 10 percent in Beersheba, 9 percent in Jerusalem and 4 percent in the Sharon region. Which I don't know what that is. Sharon. OK. All right. So once again, I think we might be able to play guess the ethnicity. <laughs> OK. <laughs> well, either well, way, do not be scared of the gays. Well, Jaffa is Jaffa is a predominantly Arab city. OK. Beersheba is on the outskirts of the Negev. There's a lot of Bedouin down there. Yeah. Okay. And so the point I'm getting at is um, I don't know that there's a lot of Jewish attacks on, on gay people. Yeah. No, I, I don't think so. Who's, I'm certainly not scared of a homosexual. I mean, I want him to redo my, my whole wardrobe because I dress like a schlub. Oh. <laughs> Bring the gays in, man. Let them redo my home, decorate my house, buy my new wardrobe. I could use it. I am just a, <laughs> I am just an ugly, ugly man. See, I don't like this new, this new screen here on our computer here because I, my face is right in the center, and I just look at myself, and I look so ugly. We you have know? to, you know, you have to noodle with it because right now I'm just looking at you. Yeah, I know, and I'm gross. I see just I, when you I, in like, the chat box. Yeah, right. And when I talk, I'm just constantly staring at my face. I'm like, oh, my God, look, I look disgusting right here. But anyway, you know, uh, I did have a question. So, Matt, when, uh, you know, when you pass on, when you go to the next world, when you go to Gun Aiden at your funeral, do you want to have like a big picture of you in the funeral while people are standing up talking about you? 
big photo of you in your funeral? I was really unprepared for that question. <laughs> I'm throwing them at you. <laughs> I'm going to say no. No, okay, that's Andrew. Because you know what, uh, you know my. If wife you knew go- me, if you knew me, right? So then I'm going to put up the picture. I'll, so if you knew me, I suppose you have to. You, know, I would want you to remember me how you remember me, and it could be a, a, at a different point in my life or whatever. I don't know. Right. Well, I've been plus, so I'll be honest with you. I don't think I. I'll, I don't think I'll care at that point. <laughs> well, I've been thinking about my death lately, <laughs> and uh, hmm. I want to make sure that my wife puts a really good picture of me. Like I can't look fat. I want to look good and handsome because that's the image they're going to see of me. And I just, it's important to have a good picture of you at your funeral. You know, the ones they blow up like poster size. It's got to be good. I can't look fat. I've got to have a nice, you know, tan, some color. Um, and I have to be wearing a nice outfit. So that's why it's important that, uh, you know. Well, well I, I think you ought to book a session, get some headshots done. And yeah. pick out and pick out the photo ahead of time. Okay. All right. Where, you, where is this coming from? <laughs> I don't because I just you know, I, I think about this stuff. I want to make sure that I have a good picture at my funeral of myself. Um, <laughs> did you have a good Shabbat? Okay. No. Well, let's just say it was low key. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was full of. It was. Let's just say it was low key. Yeah. We had we 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 had. Uh, our our kitchen wasn't fully functioning, and I had the flu, and you know we wound up like, you know, thank goodness my son wasn't here, and I only say that because the house was full of boxes. I was sick, and we were eating like prepared food. I wasn't eating. My wife was. It was like, yeah, it was not the best Shabbat, but you know, uh, at least we're not in the old apartment. So, okay, yeah, that's true. That's good. Well, you know what I think. How was yours? Uh, other other gonna, than that, how is the play, Mrs. Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Saturday night, I after Shabbat, I decided to uh, – I love watching movies of, about the Bible. So, you know, remember I talked about a few episodes ago how I watch Yentl, right? Right. So Saturday night, I decide – I'm all by myself. I'm alone. I decide to take my remote. And, you know, I've got those remotes that you can speak into it and it will bring up what you want. So I'm like – stories of the bible so like some movies pop up and uh i ended up watching the movie noah's ark which i will tell you was very interesting and not the same story that's in the bible babe which which Um, which noah's ark well it was made i think in britain because noah and his three sons and everyone in wherever they lived then which i guess was israel i don't know they all had British accents. Noah had a British accent. <laughs> like, I've got to build the ark. <laughs> and well, then when, <laughs> What type of accent would you think he would have? <laughs> I don't know, but not British. They weren't British, that's for sure. <laughs> and then, but I, when I spoke it into the remote, one of the movies that came up was, was King Saul. And I'm in the middle of reading uh, the book of Samuel right now. And... Um, I was like, oh, this looks great. I'll totally watch this movie. So I'm reading, you know, the, the, the quick, uh, you know, you click, you click on the guide and it tells you a summary of the movie. Well, here the summary says, it says King Saul converts to Christianity. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> exactly. That's what it said. I said, are you kidding me? I'm like, what, what is wrong with these people that they, what, what, they just make up movies, whatever they wait, want wait, about wait, the wait, Bible. Wait, wait, wait. Were they talking about maybe some other King Saul from a different religion in some other far off world? No, uh, or, no. or country. King Saul became a Christian. Yeah, no, they're just they, they didn't it up. even have there, there weren't even Christians then. 
<laughs> I know that's what's hysterical. Well, I, needless to say, I did not watch the uh, movie, but I did watch Noah's Ark. And uh, so the the scene. He, meanwhile, in Noah's Ark, you know, how in the Bible, he has three sons: Cain, Canaan, Shem, and what's the third guy's name? Do you know? Maybe our producer can plug it away. Jo- Josephat or Joseph? Oh, Ham. That's right. Josephat. Yefet. Yefet. So it's Canaan, Shem, Ham. Anyway, but here in the movie version, he had four sons. <laughs> it's not. It's not pronounced Ham. <laughs> He had four sons in this movie, and when he finally met God to tell him to build the ark, God was a black guy, <laughs> which was fine because it's, you know, racial equity. <laughs> but he had this British accent. The world, the world is full of sin, robbery, and thieves. You must build the ark 50 cubits by this cubit by this cubit. Can't you do it? Can't you do it? You have to build the ark. Stop what you're doing. God wants you to go on this path, mate. It was so funny. And and how old is this movie? I've never even heard of it. It was from 2021, I think. Are you sure? uh, It was made by Britain. Is this the Russell Crowe movie? No, 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 no. Anyway, so then in the movie, (laughs) meanwhile, Canaan or Canaan, whatever his name, he, he doesn't even get on the boat in the Bible. The only people that are allowed on the boat are his family, his three sons, because he doesn't convince anyone to repent. But in this movie, he brings people from the city on the boat, and his son, Canaan, doesn't even go on the boat with him because he wants to stay with his girlfriend that he met in the city. This It was like a Sodom, Gomorrah-type city that they lived on the outskirts yeah. of. And, he, and, and every night, he would sneak out of Noah's house and go into the city and party with this girl. And then he stayed, and they ended up killing him. He got killed in the flood. Totally not what happened. There was like six minutes left in the movie, and the flood hasn't even happened yet. I'm like, you guys better hurry up. There's a lot of story going on that you're not even getting to yet. Oh, it was just ridiculous. And then at the end of the movie, the flood happens, and then the black guy comes back and says to Noah, as all the people from the city are getting off the ark, which never even happened, but he says, Noah, do you think that man has learned his lesson and will change his ways? And Noah just sits and pauses, stares at God and just says, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then it fades to black and the credits came up. So did, did God actually appear before a physical presence appear before him or was it just a voice? No, it was it was the black guy. <laughs> oh, you was, saw him. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, but uh, it was just you know. It sounds pretty lame. Uh, it, well, I'll tell you one thing though. For as crazy as it was, it was better than Yentl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched the whole movie. Yentl, I had to turn off after forty minutes because I couldn't stand it. This exact, you know, was funny though. But the, if people would stick to the Bible though and make movies about the Bible. It would be a much better movie because the Bible is actually an amazing story and it's got tons of action. Ton, if you like violence and, you know, it's just crazy. There's tons could, of violence in it, right? Yeah, and you probably couldn't even get an R rating. It would be like a hard R. <laughs> <laughs> a hard R. R plus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just funny, though. Noah, Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. Good day. Hello, governor. I'm Noah. <laughs> <laughs> We're from Britain. Uh, wow! Well, look at that. This uh, segment is wrapping up. We got two. We got a two behind us, and I don't think we have actually t- discussed anything serious anymore. Yeah. <laughs>
We will when we get back, I promise. Hi, I'm Rabbi David Aaron. The soul basics are the most profound, the most essential, and yet often the most neglected in our education. Join me for Soul Talk on Israel's News Talk Radio and discover the secrets to love, spiritual growth, and personal power. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Welcome back, back. Welcome back, everybody. Wow. To Lighten Up. Uh, Wow. Our third segment. That was our third segment right there. I know I was in the middle. We were telling. I was in the middle of telling some Bible stories, and of course, our producer's like, "Be quiet about your Jew stories. The music's coming on." Right, right. At the best part of the story. At the best part about oh, the lady who got eaten by the dog. <laughs> Read the Book of Kings, people. It's great. But that's what they should do. So stop making, stop making up movies and making up scenarios about Noah's Ark, and just. You know, if you stick to the script, it's going to be an incredible movie. That's why it's timeless, the Bible. I love it. But it, it was funny. If you ever get a chance, it was obviously made through British people. But just the fact that everyone was British was great. You sure it wasn't a Monty Python movie? <laughs> Maybe. Oy. So anyway, oh, we do. Hey, hope man, that people did you are hear? their show. Yeah, well, I hope so, too. I know yeah. I am. It's I'm, the best. Listen, I have to tell you, this hour has been the best hour I've had in about five days. Yeah, because you got to freak out on air. <laughs> Usually that's me, but now it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's what like days of bed wrestle duty. I had a lot had a lot of time to stew on that one. So did you hear? Did, did you hear Ben? Did you hear Ben and Jerry's back in the news again? No, I did not. Please share the rock. <laughs> first of all, first of all, what? Why do like corporate types think that the world? cares what they think about anything well it's uh, the same with hollywood story. it's the same with hollywood they think that we care about they think celebrities right well it's like you know ben and jerry's so so they so they they, they put out the statement um uh you know trying to encourage peace in in, in ukraine quote you cannot simultaneously prevent and prepare for war we call on President Biden to de-escalate tensions and work for peace rather than prepare for war. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. They, they called Biden? Yeah, there's, it's the letter they sent to him. And I thought to myself, oh, wait a minute. How do you – you cannot simultaneously prevent and prepare for war. That's the perfect leftist mentality right there, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think the best way to prevent war is to be prepared for it. <laughs> That's right. Peace through strength. And then uh, I start thinking. I mean, you know, it's like it's like it's all the corporate virtue thing. Like, I don't, like so so. Uh, what did they got? Someone so someone tweeted back at them, uh, th- suggested their new flavor appeasement. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, hey, that, Joe. Yep. Can, I, can I get the appeasement flavor? What's in the appeasement flavor? 
<laughs> you know, so you know, so you know, along lines of like all these corporate, you know, like all these like you know, rich people who run multinational corporations think that the world should do what they say, like Bill Gates, right? Right. Yeah. Who on God's green earth gives a rat's? Don't do it. Behind. Okay. What Took Bill us. Gates thinks about anything other than computer opponents. The guy is a stinking college dropout who made computers in his dad's garage and scored big. Good for him. He's like wealthier than God, but he's, you know, I don't, what the hell do I care what you think about vaccines or healthcare, right? Well, Joe Rogan, you know, the scourge of the left now lit off after Bill Gates. It was totally awesome. Um, and he What'd says, he got well. I'll, I'll clean it up a little bit because you know Joe Rogan is not not necessarily family friendly. He yeah, says it's a family show. How are you giving any health advice when you look like that? <laughs> he's talking about his face. Okay. No, no, no. He, says, he says he goes he goes. You know he's he's going off on Bill Gates trying to push uh, like you know you know fake you know meat alternatives because uh, rich countries shouldn't eat red meat anymore which I'm pretty sure Bill Gates won't give up his red meat. Um, and then he goes, so he's like, you know, when a guy like that says, I'm like making, uh, he says, I'm like, are you making money because of this? So Joe Rogan is basically accusing Bill Gates when he takes these policies because he's actually promoting something he's investing in, right? right? He goes, by the way, you look like, boop. If you're eating those plant-based burgers or whatever the boop you're doing, you're obese. A guy like that telling people, He's, I mean, he's got breasts, he's got a gut, and he's, he's like the richest guy on earth. He tells him he's got toothpick arms, man boobs, and a gut. Shut the boop up about with your health advice. Uh, we just lost half of our listeners. <laughs> Thanks, Joe Rogan. <laughs> beep, it was, beep, beep. No, it, awesome. it is funny. He does, he does. He looks like Ichabod Crane. <laughs> right? Right? He does. Okay. It's because he's vaccinated up. He 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 shoots himself up with his own vaccines. <laughs> no, he was definitely he definitely got the placebo shot. Oh, okay. All right, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got to tell you, um, you, you're not vaccinated, right? Can we talk but about no, that on the air? Yeah, no, I'm not. I'll never stick that in me. Right. No. I swear, I feel like I won Survivor. I'm like, the world is opening back up. Israel's opening, you know, to unvaccinated people starting March 1st. I swear, I, I fuck. And now, anybody who's paying attention doesn't know that the vaccine doesn't work is a dummy. Okay. And any big dummy, dummy, big dummy. All right. I swear, I felt like I won Survivor. Like, I outlasted and I outplayed. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that. I feel like that too. <laughs> I'm excited that the uh, the the uh, Israel opened up there uh, because I'm coming, baby. I'm coming in October. I need someone to pick me up from the airport. Will you pick me up from the airport, Miss Producer? I need a ride. No, I will not pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay somebody to pick you up with like a kaffir wrapped around their head just for a gag, and yeah. hold a sign and hold a sign there at Ben Gurion Airport. Uh, you know, with your name on there, like a limo rider and a guy with a kaffir and a tactical vest on. <laughs> well, we're, we're uh, lighting up is a huge success in Israel. So I might get mobbed by paparazzi when I walk through Ben Gurion. They're going to start taking pictures. And when they hear my voice, I'm like, wait a second. That voice sounds very familiar. No, it's the voice of Phantom Nation. <laughs> yeah, you might get a cavity search at the, at the airport, actually. 
Ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> no, Fresno. Hi, <laughs> Matt. Anyway, so here's a story. <laughs> we might as well do some news stories. <laughs> the viewers are very angry with our show today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the war. It's the war. Uh, here, here's one. Man accused of lifting a $25,000 dinosaur claw at Tucson Gems Show. Someone stole a dinosaur claw, like a fossil. Who's why? Walking? Why? <laughs> it says for allegedly... <laughs> I guess he wanted to, he was trying to resell it to make money, but it's like, how do you walk around? How do you hide a dinosaur claw? Isn't that thing like enormous? How do you, how do you sneak that into your jacket? <laughs> and not, I mean, I just don't stick it in your pants. It's, <laughs> hey, sir, are you happy to see me or is that a dinosaur claw? <laughs> <laughs> hey now. Hey now. It says Christopher Thomas, 39 years old, allegedly tried to sell the claw, uh, on February 8th to another vendor who recognized the item and alerted the police. <laughs> excuse me, sir. Uh, there's a man trying to sell me. Excuse me, police. There's a, uh, a man trying to sell me a dinosaur claw. <laughs> I mean, it's just the whole thing is ridiculous. I've never. Who, I just don't get it. What is wrong with people? <laughs> I don't know. But I'm wondering how big, um, how big could it have been? I don't you know. know. Dinosaurs came in many different sizes. Yeah, it could have been a raptor. I don't know. <laughs> it says, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a raptor's claw down my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Circumcision. <laughs> anyway, uh, Thomas faces a felony charges of trafficking stolen property. Police said. And then it says at the end here, it says it was unclear Monday if Thomas had a lawyer who could speak on his behalf. That's how the article ended. <laughs> I think he's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't sure if he if he had a lawyer or not. And then it just abruptly ends. I mean, the, the public defender has not been appointed yet. <laughs> exactly. You stealing a dinosaur claw? What is this? <laughs> I went to Jurassic Park as a tourist and I walked out with so, a claw. So, like, what's the value of a dinosaur claw? Is it grand theft? You know? Well, it's worth twenty five thousand dollars. So, whatever that. Oh, okay. Imagine stealing right, yeah. something that's worth twenty five thousand dollars. I Sorry, know. I missed that in the story. I got still hung up on where do you hide a dinosaur claw? <laughs> <laughs> That's my dinosaur impression. <laughs> Oy. Oh, wow. I have to tell you, so much stuff has happened between last show and this show. The next week kind of makes me afraid. Wait, how much time do we have left? Two minutes, man. Relax. Oh, we do? Are we in the third segment? <laughs> I'm so lost. Yes. <laughs> well, here's, here's a good story. Here's a good, cute story. Israeli strawberry clocks in as the world's heaviest on record. What's the weight? What's the weight? Uh, the weight is 10, uh, 289 grams. Whoa. And guess what? They had to wait. Uh, they had to stick it in their freezer for a year before the Guinness World Book of Records could actually make sure that they really won. They beat out Japan. Japan the year before. Uh, theirs was only 8.8 .8 ounces or 250 grams. So, yay, the Jews grew the biggest strawberry and they kept it in the fridge for over a year. Have you kept anything in your fridge over a year besides severed heads? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all seriousness, I, where I live, they grow the greatest strawberries in the world. I mean, I had great strawberries in America. These are unbelievable. Well, that's Israeli, we Israeli berries are the best, baby. Well, that's what we need to be talking about. Strawberries, not war. 
Fruit salad, yummy, yummy. Uh, so anyway. So here we are, man. Here we are, another <laughs> week in the books. Uh, well, thanks for the opportunity to vent. And uh, Anytime. You know. Hey, that's what we're here for. It's part of therapy. You know, I vent about my Bible story movies that just don't live up to the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I well, think just I, for me, it's just good to be sitting up, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I'm like the Siskel and Ebert of Jewish Bible films. <laughs> Every week I'll watch a Jewish film and just ridicule it. Sounds painful. Sounds painful. Until next week, thanks, everybody, for listening to Lighten Up right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Shavua Tov, everybody! Shavua Tov. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. Just click the orange button at the top of the IsraelNewsTalkRadio.home page, log in as yourself or an anonymous guest, and join in on the fun. You'll meet other listeners from all over the world who listen to Israel News Talk Radio, and you can make new friends. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. It's the closest you can get to being in the studio with us. We love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips with scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candlelighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel. Plus, little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.